Joining me now from the NT Independent, Chris Walsh. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Mel. Look, I apologise today if I'm not at the top of my game, but I was at the uh, the races yesterday and I had many, many, many champagnes. <laughs> many, many, many. I didn't see you uh, bobbing around, which I don't think is unusual because what I wanted to talk to you about today is the Turf Club and the stories that have been released um, through NT Independent about the safety issues and, and so on. Um, it's, it's quite explosive. Did you get a up-close-and-personal look on the weekend at the races? Uh, I didn't personally, but in fact, um, we had somebody else who did go down. In the meantime, though, I mean, the, the weekend was so wild and crazy for us that we got banned um, from attending the Darwin Cup. You got banned from attending the event? Yeah, that's right. So, you know, we sent some questions to the Turf Club um, and to JTEX Constructions about um, both the Silks Club building and the Grandstand yeah. building and some, some safety concerns that were raised by, you know, some sort of internal industry expert who's brought this forward um, saying, look, there are eight issues here. So we've asked some questions first about the Silks Club and then about the Grandstand and the story came out on Saturday about the Grandstand mm. Turf Club, uh, the Silks Club on Thursday. So Saturday afternoon there, uh, they, they hired an attorney. Now, this is a, an association that's, you know, under the Associations Act, so it's mm. not really a profit-based kind of thing here, and it gets government funding. Anyway, they, they paid for a lawyer. Uh, the lawyer on Saturday sent us a letter telling us we're not allowed to attend, not allowed to go anywhere near the premises of the turf club. So you, you, you weren't banned from the event. You've been banned from the whole turf club. That's right, from, from their premises. Now, we think that's probably a pretty unreliable legal argument that they're relying on there, and we're looking into that a bit further now. But it, it's just, I mean, you, you, you would normally go maybe and appeal that decision to the people who are funding them. In this case, it would be the anti-government. But, of course, this Gunner government has kind of set that precedent that that's okay. When you're getting tough questions that you don't yeah. want to answer, just ban somebody. Just tell them that you, they can't ask questions. You don't have to deal with them anymore. And that's really, like we've said before, you know, an assault on the free, freedom of the press, an assault on democracy, and especially leading up to an election here. We've now got this kind of precedent set that the government has, which is, again, doesn't have any legal, you know, mm. they have no legal backing to actually do this, but they've done it. And now you're going to see other organizations, I guess, who get asked tough questions, try and pull the same stunt. So just getting back, though, to what the Soaks Club issues were. So, you know, last week we, we had information given to us. I mean, lots of documents of certifications, um, occupancy permits, all the other kind of business license permits. Um, this uh, whistleblower who has knowledge of the situation said, um, look, there are eight serious concerns here with the Soaks Club itself, including, um, you know, no sprinklers in the system, which is unusual for a building that will hold more than 300. Um, the emergency exits up on the roof uh, weren't big enough. They have to be a certain width for, and I think it was like 350 people up there. Right. Um, and then there were some other, there's about eight concerns all in, um, but serious safety concerns. So we've then taken to an independent source to get verified and say, look, is this normal? Is this, could you get away with this? And the independent source is saying, well, no, absolutely not. Like this is, this is really serious. And any builder, any, anyone involved in the construction industry, certifiers, engineers would all look at that and say, yeah, you can't, you can't go ahead with the events as planned. Now, what's happened is I was raised, um, we sent the Turf Club questions about that, gave them an opportunity to respond. They didn't take it in that instance. Um, so we ran the story. Um, we then, uh, we also went to the anti-government, of course, Department of Infrastructure and the, and the building manager there, a guy named um, Mark Meldrum, who's in charge of, you know, those the overseeing the compliant buildings. So, um, and again, they didn't respond to us. So the story came out, I think it was on Thursday, um, caused uh, quite a splash. And of course, it was because of these, you know, safety issues here. Yeah. And um, 
Uh, nothing really. And then on, on Friday we went to them. We had another document surfaced that showed that there were still there's about six concerns with the new twelve million dollar grandstand. Mm. And you remember all the controversy around that when yes. that happened. So you know, twelve million dollars of public money going in to build this thing, and the question is then being raised: Is this safe? Is this compliant? So we get through. Um, you know, that story comes out on I think it was the Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon. Um, and in fact, on Friday they did send the turf club finally did send a statement denying all allegations. That That's right. We received it here. Yeah, that the grandstand was in any way compromised. They said, no, that's just not the case. Anyway, so then Saturday afternoon story runs Saturday. We, we put in the story definitely what they say there. So that's just what you do as a responsible journalist. Let yeah. them have their say. They denied it. These other independent people that we've spoken to have said, no, there are concerns that need to be addressed. And in fact, there were photos that show, like, you know, the stairs going down. Those are supposed to actually be filled in, those emergency stairwells, oh, nice. and they're not. Like, you can see just on photos yeah. where there are breaches. So... Anyway, it was kind of ignored Saturday afternoon out of nowhere. Well, we sent some other questions back saying, you know, we've got these other concerns. They then said, no, you're banned. You're not going. You're not allowed to go to the cup. And it wasn't that, that I particularly wanted to anyway. I mean, it's not anything personal with me and them. I don't know any of them. Yeah. <laughs> Personally, like, I'm just somebody raised some very serious questions that we had independently verified. So we took it to them. And, you know, out of concern and where it's a public interest, of course, is that you have the biggest weekend of the year there with thousands of people potentially mm. um, being in the space. So we also heard then, too, that so they said now they came back and they said that there was no... Um, nothing to see here, basically, on Sunday, um, sending us an email letter from Mark Meldrum, the uh, building manager there, the guy who's in charge of building compliance mm -hmm. across the NT, to Brett Dixon at the Turf Club, the chairman, saying, no, uh, we've investigated and we consider it closed. So, but it was dated Friday, so you're looking at, you know, you got less than 48 hours that they claim now an investigation has gone. And now, what I'm not sure of is what that investigation entailed. It was yeah. a, a four-sentence uh, letter. letter. Yeah, just saying, we're dropping everything, nothing else to see here. Um, so it would be interesting. We've gone to them saying, you know, what exactly are the, are the points that you looked at? How did you do this exactly? How can mm. you write, sign off on it? And, you know, we still haven't heard anything on that, so we're going to continue asking questions. In the meantime, you know, you've got these kind of bully tactics being employed with Vail threats and then you know trying to ban people i mean it's just it just gets ridiculous and i think you know the public would would want to know yeah how yeah. safe it is it's so. interesting um that okay they've they've banned you from physically being on the premises but that doesn't mean that the questions still don't need to be answered <laughs> like it's yeah. not a it's not a magic wand that we go well you're just not here anymore <laughs> do you know what i mean no, like, yeah, it, no, it confuses me yeah. because uh, i mean uh, you're a nice guy, Owen Pike. I, I like Owen. He's a good guy too. There's nothing overly extraordinary about either of you. So why would you... Why are you being at the turf club any more of a threat than you not being at the turf club? <laughs> yeah. Because you're still writing the story and you're still asking the questions. Yeah. Your physicality doesn't matter. No, I, I I'm don't, confused by it. Yeah, I don't know if they thought that, that, that we wanted to go to the cup or something. And then <laughs> <laughs> you but, can't go to the ball, Cinderella. You're not invited. Yeah, ex exactly. And really, if the castle's falling down, hell, I don't want to be anywhere near yeah. it either. But... Um, yeah, look, I can't make any sense of that, but those are the tactics that they've employed. So in the meantime, you know, we're still looking. And we heard, too, that there was on the rooftop of Silks, there was only about 200 people out on there. And under the occupancy permit, it says 384. That was it. So yeah. um, clearly, I think that there was some issues there that they're trying to address at the last minute going yeah. into it. So, um, 
Yeah, but it's, it's going to continue, of course. There's going to be some questions still being raised and audits, I'm sure, being done. And you've got a lot of people, we've, we've heard from other industry experts over the weekend, too, saying, well, yeah, there's definitely concerns there still that aren't addressed, especially at the grandstand and, and the Silks Club. So, yeah, yeah I, think for a, I think for a lot of us, with the fact that the $12 million is is our money if you look at it that way we do want to know what's going on and uh, and i find it interesting um are you are you guys the only media source that are uh, looking at it uh yeah right now we are yeah. we're the only ones who got the documents that, that i know of if they went somewhere else they may have and they may have been dropped but yeah. um we thought it was definitely in the public interest to pursue when you got a public safety issue like that you can't not do it and no. but you want to be as fair as possible and you want to want to go to the other side and say here just take us through even like from your guys perspective yeah. now brett dixon is he's the chair of the Turf Club, and he also owns JTEC's Construction, which was the project manager for the Silks Club and the builder of the grandstand. So why doesn't he just take a few minutes and say, all right, guys, here's what's going on. Yeah. Here are these, these eight issues that were raised. Well, 14 between the two buildings. Here's how we can address each one, and we'll take you through that. But that didn't happen. It was very combative, the approach from them from the beginning where well first they wanted to just disengage and discredit kind of thing not uh, yeah. not even give a statement then they realized oh we better give a statement so then they give a statement but then they decided at some point now we're going to take it a step further and ban you so um yeah and i think um i think and, and it happened when when um the gunner government decided that you weren't welcomed as well um all it does is really highlights it's like taking an issue and then just like covering it with a highlighter pen like so you're you're looking at the turf club and you're looking at um the information from the whistleblower and we're, we're all talking about it mm. and i think by then sending the lawyer letter and banning you it's just like look look again look again highlight it again i don't yeah. understand the tactic behind it. No, I don't know. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it, it's no media strategy would tell you how to do that, and especially with the government and lead up to an yeah. election too. Like, that's crazy. We have determined though that, that in fact, Michael Gunner now has another place to go to hold a press conference that we can't go that to. That you can't go to. <laughs> that's right. From no. now on, all presses will be held at the Turf Club. But the problem with that, of course, is he doesn't want to be seen anywhere the near the Turf Club oh. because it's political poison for him and the $12 million, you know, huge debacle there with the grandstand and the public money. So, yeah, it's just getting bizarre in the lead up to the to the election. Uh, is Owen getting a complex? Like, honestly, <laughs> like, Owen must be thinking, you know, like that's yeah. just crazy. So, yeah. but what what's the next step for you? Do you then try to to come back with your own legal standpoint, or, or how do you? Yeah, we're, yeah. we're 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 kind of mulling our options now too. But of course, with the focus being the keep on the issue here and keep on, you know, this is in the public interest. It's yeah. public's right to know what's going on. So that's first and foremost what we'll do. Um, you know, there's other documents that have come up too about other buildings and things like that. Yeah. So. Um, expect kind of more in that space but and this is far from 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 being over and i think that you know maybe this if this gets delayed here until after the election again as some things starting starting to be you know added a freedom of information request was telling you that yeah got blocked until after the election so maybe they keep pushing off but it, it can't be done and there's no way that they did a, a proper safety compliance investigation in 48 hours so there'll definitely be more mail yeah excellent so uh we'll try to ensure that you're not banned from territory fm <laughs> and we'll we'll welcome you back in when you've got more to tell us Thanks for coming in, Walshie. Thanks, Mom.